unto him that striveth with his maker. Let the potsherd strive with the potsherd of the earth. Shall the clay, that's us, say to him that fashioned it, what are you making? These, these homosexuals gonna try and talk about I was born a woman. You alive from the pits of hell. When you was in your belly, God fashioned you to be a man, not a woman. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Shall the clay say to him that fashioned it, what makest thou? Oh, thy work, he had no hands. Woe unto him that said unto his father, what begat thou? Oh, to the woman, what hast thou brought forth? Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his maker, ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the work of what? My hands. Go ahead, verse number 12. What do you say? I have made the earth and do what? And I created man. So how are you going to talk about the Lord made a mistake when he created you? You alive. I, even my hands, come on somebody, have stretched out the heavens and all their hosts have I commanded homosexuality is wrong. Help me say it's wrong. It's wrong. Amen. So, so that's what them sex change folks. And homosexuality, homosexual sin. Got to be crazy. Then you gonna think this is gonna be a homosexual church? No, it's not. Take that up the street. Because if you don't want to be right, this ministry ain't gonna be for you. I'm too strong of a preacher. Amen. Jeremiah 7.1 My text today is the message in the gate of the Lord's house. There is a message in the gate of the house of the Lord, my brothers and sisters. And God's message covered nine conditions by which God will keep you in his house which is his church. I'm glad ain't no homosexuals here. Because they'll try and fill the whole church up with homosexuals. Then, then you have a whole bunch of homosexuals on the floor jumping, squealing like girls. Talking about in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm one preacher that will expose your sin if God tell me. And the reason why I expose that sin because God got weary 
of holding that thing back. You know, God give folks a chance. But when you go so far, it's time for the Lord to come up. And that's what happened in Jeremiah right here, chapter 7. The people followed a worship ritual. See, a worship ritual, you can come to church, you can sing in the choir, amen, you can teach Sunday school, but they maintained a sinful lifestyle, so God had to send Jeremiah the prophet to rebuke the people. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, stand in the gate. Good God, Lord. I'm the Lord's house. That's what I'm doing, y'all. I'm standing right there in the gate of God's house. Amen. 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 The church is a hospital. Oh, you said you're sick. All right, I'm standing in the gate. Come on in. Oh, uh, you said you're sick. All right, what kind of sickness you got? Yeah, yeah uh, uh, you a drug addict. Okay, come on in. Now when you come in, it's time for you to get well. Is that right, y'all? Not you to keep practicing what you're doing. If you're still practicing what you're doing, then go on back out there. Because in this place right here, this is a place for folks to come and get well. Amen, y'all. Stand in the gates of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, now here's, here's nine conditions by which God would keep you in his house. Nine conditions I want you to see. Condition number one is, what well, y'all, hear the word. That's the first thing you got to do. When you come into God's house, number one, you got to hear the word of God. Ain't y'all ready for this? When you hear God's word, you will apply it to your life. Amen. And now the word, help me, Lord, that you start to apply to your life can start to change you on the inside. Amen. You might come in with some homosexual tendencies, but because you are hearing the word of God, you are applying it in your life, and it's starting to change those homosexual tendencies. Now you start to like a woman. Amen. And not a man. So see, folks can come into God's house and not hear the word of God. That was condition number one, whereby God would keep you in his house. Hey, when folks move in with you, you got conditions for them. Don't eat this food, this is my food. Help me pay these bills. Those are the conditions if you want to stay in my house. If not, if you start breaking those conditions, you got to go. Is that right, somebody? Amen. I wonder, I wonder why we thank God don't have no sin. 
No, homosexuals, they ain't got no sense. A fool is known by their fruit. A foolish person. And I'm a man you don't want to get in trouble with. Hear the word of the Lord. That's the first condition. All ye of Judah, watch the second condition. The second condition that enter in at these gates to worship the Lord. Amen, y'all. Number one is you come to hear the word. Number two is you come to enter into the gates to worship God, not your filthy flesh. Amen. Not the sin of homosexuality. Not the sin, my Lord, of adultery. Not the sin, oh Lord, of fornication, but to worship the Lord. That's condition number two. When you come into these gates, you come to worship the Lord. Worship 
the Lord. And number three, you come to amend your ways, watch this, and your doings. Uh-huh. Let's think of homosexual. Go on talk about it. Make it seem like it was a one time. When the man that dropped y'all off. Say he here, yeah, he been, he been, he been doing homosexual stuff. That's a filthy black boy. He ain't even fit to be called a man, a boy. <laughs> hey man, somebody. Watch this. And I will cause you to dwell in this place. Watch this next one. Verse number four. Trust you not in lying words. Number four, don't trust in lying words. Saying the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. Listen, don't think because you're in God's house, you are automatically saved. That's what they're talking about. Don't think that, that you're safe because this is the house of God. Because this is the worst place to practice sin. If you want to practice sin, it's better for you to go out there. Because he said it would be better if you have not known the way of truth than to turn from it. Way of righteousness. See, listen. got to cover the whole gospel. And the whole gospel dealt with everything. That's what, that's what Paul did in Corinthians. He dealt with their sins. Fornication. First John. They dealt with stuff. If it's a real man of God or woman of God, they gonna deal with stuff. But I'm going to show you how Jesus is the only one that can deliver you from this bondage. Now see, the flesh will get mad and stay in its own prison. And that might be the best place for you to be. Because some folks might be reprobated, cut off. When you do the work of the Lord, deceive them. Amen, y'all. Judgment 
between a man and his neighbor. Watch this next one. If you oppress not the stranger. Yeah, I got a right to say something. Here you're going to invite a stranger to church and talk about you don't have a homosexual relationship with a stranger. And the stranger gonna call me from another city after they done left. And, and I ain't gonna say no. God said if you oppress not the stranger, that's oppression. Oppression means you you have burdened somebody or you've grieved them. That man said he was angry at first. And you don't think I ain't gonna say nothing? Care if they don't ever come back. If matter of fact, they shouldn't come back. Matter of fact, I don't want them back. And that's a dangerous person, isn't it? Who can hide under the name of Jesus. Uh -huh. That's a dangerous person when they can hide under the name of Jesus. Oppression, a stranger. Now here's nine conditions whereby God said He will keep you in His house, and that's why God let me see it. Okay, He didn't want He want He didn't want He want to keep him in His house. When you go so far as to use the name of Jesus to cover up your sins. I'm going to talk about they go on the on the gay chat line to meet folks to invite them out to church. <laughs> is that a, is that a, is that a twisting on y'all? Is that hiding up underneath the name of Jesus? You you trying to persuade someone I'm gonna have a homosexual relationship with you? And then when they get there, now nah, you got to come to church with me. You mean you, 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 you got to go that deep in the mud to get folks? Right. Amen, somebody. Yes, what about the street man that's on the corner selling his drugs? Come on, somebody. Amen, y'all. What about the straight man? Y'all don't hear me now. That's sitting on the porch smoking his weed. What about this? You talking about you got to go to the gay chat line to go get folks to deceive them under the name of Jesus? You are lied from the pits of hell and I'm declaring on you right now. That's a lie. That's And folks still getting saved because I'm preaching the message of truth. Amen. 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 I'm angry because you're using the name of Jesus to persuade folks into your sin of homosexuality. So you're working for the devil undercover. Trying to kill this church. Listen, I'm a man of God that you cannot kill. Why? Because God been with me over these past several.
several years, amen. God got, God got me down on the inside. You cannot come up off in here and try and hide under cover without God throwing that smoke bomb and smoking you up. I'm too connected to God for you to do that. You might as well take that to another church. Amen. Hey, it ain't no problem when you lose. No, it ain't a problem when you get rid of someone that ain't no asset. Ain't, ain't nothing but a hindrance. Causing shame to the name of Jesus. Causing shame to the church. Causing shame. Now that's a man that's cursed. I guarantee if he don't get it right, I guarantee he, he I guarantee he going to hell. Okay, how many shakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalakalak
But you still say it ain't got the Holy Ghost. You're already on your way to heaven. As I write somebody, we don't want them back. If you oppress not the stranger, if you oppress not the fatherless, if you oppress not the widow, and if you don't shed innocent blood in this place, Now, luckily, the man had a father who was a minister. The man grew up in church. So he knew that homosexual lifestyle was wrong. But suppose he didn't grow up in church. He just shed innocent blood. I got to say something. But that scripture. Ezekiel 3. Okay, who don't like this? If they don't like it, they 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 they, they cut it off. Son of man, I made you watch. Hey, this this this, this brother brought a cross dressy up here. Anybody, anybody remember that? A cross dressy up. A man dressed up like a woman. When you start hanging around them, you must be one. I don't hang around homosexual. <laughs> the Bible says evil communications will corrupt your good behavior. The cross-dresser had more sense than him. Son of man, I made you a watcher unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me when I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. And you don't give him warning nor speakers to warn the wicked from his wicked way toward y'all to save his life. He ought to be glad I got wasting time on him right now. Because I could be a preacher that don't preach on your sin. You ought to tell the Lord, thank you. thank you. Oh, Lord Jesus, that somebody got some guts to tell me of my wickedness and my wicked way to say that I might be saved. Lord, thank you. Say, wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require. I thought he had, I'm not going to be there. Yet, if you warn the wicked, and he turned not from his wickedness, from his wicked way. No, he turned from his way. He gonna die in his iniquity, but I have delivered my soul. Amen. Everyone they invited was a homosexual. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Every single man that they invited was a homosexual. Except maybe 
The man done two homeless men. But everyone that they knew and invited was a homosexual. I tried to work with them. <laughs> One thing about it, you pat sin on the black, on the back. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Don't you know God said uh, about the unleavened? He said a little leaven. Just a little leaven will corrupt the whole thing. No, your question, your glory is no good. Why? No, you not that a little leaven. Leaven at the whole of them. So what he was saying is, you're praising. That ain't no good because you're not dealing with those that's practicing they sin. Homosexuals, they they try and fill the church up with homosexuals. I'm glad the Lord let me experience that. Uh-huh. Amen. Got to be crazy. Go back to Jeremiah 7. Verse number 7. And he goes on to say, neither walk after other gods to your hurt. That's what they're doing. Idolatry. You're putting a butt, a man's butt in God's place. You know, the, the devil is so smooth. Now I see someone who has, who has the spirit of Satan. They don't turn they 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 sound good when they when they when they pray. 
Uh-huh. They speak on the name of Jesus so good. But inwardly, the Bible say they are dead on the inside. Dead, full of dead men's bones. Now I see the spirit of Satan. Now we're talking about Satan will come in as a, as a light, as an angel of light. They sound so good when they, when they pray. Talk about Jesus so good. But down inwardly, they are under the bondage of the spirit of Satan. And the Bible talks about beguiling unstable souls. So if you don't watch out, they'll trick you into think that they are so righteous, so Jesus-oriented. But inwardly, Bible calls them a messenger of Satan. They carry uh, the spirit of Satan. Thank you, Jesus. Watch verse number seven. He says right here. That was number nine right there, y'all. That was the ninth condition. In verse number seven, he says, then will I cause you to dwell. Then I will cause you to dwell in this place. Based on these conditions. Why Jeremiah 6 and 10? Do you know you can weary God where he'll no longer hold back his afflictive judgments? And that's what happened. To whom shall I speak and give warning, he asked, that they may hear? Who can I speak to and give a warning that will hear my warning? See, I, I, tell, I tell my wife, St. Louis ain't like a lot of these other cities. Some, some, some of these pastors are in. Amen. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No. Here you go. St. Louis, one of the top five most killing places in the world. You got to have somebody that's going to be bold with the word of God. Oh, yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. Some of these other preachers ain't in cities like this. Okay, how big their churches are? 
Oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, don't, don't, uh, no, uh, don't pat yourself on the back so, so, so quick. Oh no. This is a rough city. The more killing you got in a city, the more spirits there are. That's what my pastor said long years ago. Now I see. And those spirits can be so deceiving. He said, behold, their ear is uncircumcised. Uh-huh. Their ear is uncircumcised. In other words, here is a person that is not attentive to the word of God and they are not obedient to God's word. And they cannot hearken. See, to hearken is to pay attention. It's to be attentive. And the Bible says, don't be just a hearer of the word of God, but be a hearer and a doer that's hearkening to the word of God. It's not just you hearing, but you applying and you doing what you heard. Hold the word. Oh, go down. The Lord is unto them a reproach. And a reproach is scorn, which is despising or rejection. And it springs from your opinion of the matter. Or your belief. That's where reproach comes from. So the word is a reproach unto them. They reject God's word based off their opinion of their belief. And when you do that, you don't operate in the word of God, but you operate in your own opinions. Because he says right here, they have no delight. You don't have no delight in God's word. See, that homosexual spirit is bold. I found that out yesterday. This homosexual tried to overtalk me. I hung up on him. You mean you're going to be bold? And, and you're a homosexual? I ain't got time to fool with you. I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> Because you, you are a reproach. Go back up. Here it is right here. Behold, the word of the Lord is a reproach unto you. You basing everything, the, the whole matter off of your opinion, off of what you believe, not off the word of God. Because you don't have no delight in God's word. When you have delight in God's word, no 
Lord, thank you. Now I see the matter or the issue at hand, how I invited, help me Lord, a man into my house under the auspices of your name, the name of Jesus. How I witnessed to this man about Jesus, but how, my Lord, my God, my intentions was not to help him to get saved, but my intentions was to have sexual intercourse with him. Now I see the wrong in that Jesus. If you can't see that's wrong, you need my glasses then. <laughs> that's right. And if my glasses ain't strong enough, then you need some prescriptions. You're gonna invite a man to church and the man gonna tell me off to the side when you ain't there, they see your intentions. Your intentions is not to help them, but your intentions is to have sex with them. But I'm wrong for saying something? Watch this next scripture. Watch this. Let me, let, let me show you. I, 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 I'm not the one that's wrong. I'm doing my job. Go ahead. Well, here it is right here. Therefore, I am full of the fury. The fury is an expression of dispensing afflictive judgment. Therefore, I am full of the fury of the Lord. Watch this. I am weary with holding in God, my Lord and my God. Sooner or later, God going to come out and, uh, and express your sin openly. I am weary with holding in. God give you a chance, but you keep overstepping God. Your sin is going to be addressed openly before all. And I dare someone to show me scripture that is not scripture. You ain't going to find it. I am tired. Practicing sin. You can go too far in practicing your sin and weary the patience of God. Isaiah 4 and 45 and 9. But you know, God said he, 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 he not always going to strive with you. I, I, Isaiah 45 and verse number 9. Woe unto him that striveth with his maker. Genesis 6 and 3. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man. God will give you a chance after chance after chance. But when you go so far, my Lord, as to get so high of using the name of Jesus to draw souls in to satisfy your homosexual desire, God said, I'm tired of withholding my afflictive judgment. I'm tired of striving with you. 
I done tried to help you. I done tried to correct you. But I'm tired of it now. You're going to use my name and bring shame upon the name of Jesus. Bring shame upon the ministry. Bring shame upon the church. Now it's time for the afflictive judgments of God. My spirit shall not always strive with you. Go back to Jeremiah 6 11. I am weary with holding in truth must be told. The pastor cannot always hold the truth in unrighteousness. Especially when it comes to the livelihood of the ministry. Especially when it comes, thank you Jesus, help me Lord, to the livelihood, God already helped me, of the church, especially when it comes to the livelihood of the saints, Romans 1 and 18. God is always going to, pastor not always going to hold the truth and unrighteousness. Now pull down MacArthur notes. Let, let, let me show you that. Wrath of God. Revealed from heaven against all unrighteousness of men who hold the truth and unrighteousness. See, some people is not good for your ministry. Pastors. That's right. Some people is really a detriment or a hindrance to your ministry. I'm glad they're here. I don't want them back. I, I hope they listen too. All the homosexuals. If you don't want to change, don't, don't come back here. Find you a church that will accept you and let you remain the same like you are. But not at this church. If you're going to be a member of this church, you're going to mend your ways thoroughly and your doings. That's why we fast. See, amending your ways, there's a changing or regeneration that goes in that process of amendment. And part of it is you got to come, listen to the word of God, you got to pray, and you got to fast. The, see, this new age church don't do very much fasting. But I look back at the years and see the fasting that I did and see how God blessed me. I hear, this whole building, that was out of my obedience, my dedication. Amen, y'all. All that stuff, that was out of my obedience, my dedication. And I ain't bragging. I'm letting you know. After introducing the righteousness which comes from God, go down. Keep going. Wrath of God. Keep going. Real 
keep going. Keep going. Stop right there. Go back up. Go, go back up. Keep going. Watch this. Wait, hold on. Keep, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back up. Five rats. He said, God has various kinds of rat. One eternal rat, which is hell. And that's what the Bible said when he talked about man abusers of themselves with mankind, that's the homosexuals. If they die a homosexual, that's the wrath of God that they're going to face is eternal wrath, which is hell. So they're going to go to hell eternally for a behind. Somebody crazy ain't the other. Hey, ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody's but that good for, for you to die and go to hell for forever. I don't care how good they look. <laughs> I don't care if it's a supermodel. Her butt ain't that good for me to die and go to hell forever, y'all. <laughs> Amen. Number two is eschatological wrath, which is the final day of the Lord. Number three is cataclysmic wrath, which is like the flood and the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Number four is consequential wrath, which is the principle of sowing and reaping. Now that same that same homosexual owed the church over two thousand seven hundred dollars, and the same one got their whole department destroyed. God said, "You're not gonna be able to enjoy this when you owe me." That's consequential wrath, which is the principle of sowing and reaping. How you gonna enjoy? a new Roku TV when you owe the church over $2,700. So God let somebody bust the door down and break up all their stuff. That's the first thing that God gave it when it happened. How can they enjoy all that good stuff when they don't crook the church? And these three folks if I open up my mouth, they, they, look. Several of them talked about, I heard you got robbed. What you talking about? That's what they, they, they talking about. Folks stole a Catholic converter and this man. Well, you better hope I keep my mouth shut. We don't wish evil on nobody. But this is one church that the street folks don't want you messing with. They had pistols on that boy that slapped that the usher. They had pistols on the outside. They was gonna shoot him. But, 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 but one of my street boys said, "No, can't do that in that in that in that church." What do I tell these pastors? Y'all ain't in a city like St. Louis, so don't don't judge my preaching. Cause, cause, cause I'm not. You, you don't know me like that. You might as well just back up on off me because you don't know my preaching. You're not in this city. 
Let me throw some pole dunk. <laughs> the number five is the wrath of abandonment. Watch this. Which is removing restraint and letting people go to their sins. When you cannot stop practicing your sin, God done abandoned you. And he removed his restraint and let you go to keep practicing your sin. And now what happened to him? He did the work of the Lord deceitfully. He done cooked the man that dropped y'all off, tore up his car. And I, 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 hope, I, hope, I hope that man ain't so blind to follow after a, a blind man. Blind said, God said, the blind, you need the blind, you're both gonna fall into the ditch. That what happened. God removed the restraint and let him go into that scene. Then you're you gonna, you gonna come and tell me? Listen, telling me that didn't do you no good. So you're mad because you told me and I said something openly. I got to say something openly. Because what you did was a detriment to this church, this ministry, and to the name of Jesus. Oppress a stranger so that you can have sex with them. Using the name of Jesus. And I, and I ain't gonna say nothing. So that, 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 that whole homosexual crowd should find a homosexual church. Because there's plenty of homosexual churches in St. Louis where you can go and sit comfortably. Still talking about you praising Jesus. You're using that as a cover-up to make you feel good. While when you go out the door, you go home to your lover boy. A man with another man is not a man. That's a boy. <laughs> Amen. That's not a man. A man was designed to have a woman. God said in the beginning, male and female. Not male and male. Harry and Jerry. Not Harry and Larry. <laughs> Harry and Larry. I'm, I'm, I'm preaching on Harry and Larry today. I'm not preaching on Harry and Larry. I'm preaching on the sin of homosexuality. I want all those on Facebook listening. I'm preaching on the sin of homosexuality. That sin, that, that spirit is so bold now. They, 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 they used to be in the closet. Then they started to come out. And very little preachers would address it. Because they didn't want you to leave. I want you to leave if you don't want to get right. 
Is that right, y'all? Oh, yeah. I want you to live if you don't want to get right. This church is not going to be known as a homosexual church. This church, my Lord, is going to be known where a place that me as a sinner, I can come to be protected. Come on, somebody. I can come to get some help. Amen. I can come to get delivered. I can come and be protected. The saints ought to have a place where they can come to be protected. You got a whole church full of homosexuals, and now I got to worry about this brother looking at me. Can't even bend over to tie my shoes comfortably because I'm worried about this brother looking at me. So what happened? The preacher not protecting you? There's so many churches full of homosexuals. And I dare you to preach against them because they're going to say you judging. No, I'm not judging. Amen. I'm not throwing a stone because I ain't got no stones to throw. But I am going to preach the word of God. I am going to preach the word of truth. Because Jesus said, if you know the truth, if you know me, amen, if you know my word, it will make you free. And I'll free you on the inside. Free me, Lord. Right there. You go too far. God will step back and remove his restraint and allow you to go on and practice your sin. John 8, verse number 30. Watch this. Notice what Jesus said. John 8. And he spake these words. As he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, if you continue, then are you my disciples indeed? If you continue in my word, then you can call yourself a Christian. I get folks doing the work of the Lord deceitfully. Call yourself a Christian. And lure a man to your house. To have sex with him. But you're still a Christian. You ain't no Christian. You the devil. A, sh a wolf in sheep clothes. Trying to beguile unstable souls. Amen. Amen. 